Hello and welcome to the worst podcast in the galaxy. My name is George Weedman, and today I have only one dad or son, and it's Matt Visual. Hi, guys. L Liam couldn't make it because he's out tweeting pictures of famous people from the Tokyo Games show. That's right. That's my segment. <laughs> Who has he shouted out to us personally <laughs> and on Twitter? I think he did more, but I have four here. All right, so this is what this is from memory for Liam from the last oh two shows he's been to. Okay, oh boy, we have Donkey, right? He's like, oh, yep. I didn't even realize I was talking to him. Yeah, Liam. Yeah, I, I I remember hearing hearing you expressing your jealousy over yes. over the Donkey meeting. Oh, I... I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Um, you, you guys can have your fun with that. Then. <laughs> I mean, I can I can die without meeting internet celebrities, but yeah. Oh yeah, congratulations! That means you're normal. Yeah, yeah, I I think I'm okay. <laughs> Will Smith, I definitely want to shake his hand, but um. Wait, Liam's met Will Smith? No, he hasn't. Oh, okay. he ha he's just if met. He did, I would gotcha, kill him. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones who have shaped my childhood, maybe maybe I should uh you know meet those guys. The girl that anime boys love for no reason. That that girl. You know who that girl is. The the class president who's like the most popular girl. She's no, she's doing she's uh took over a uh, a project for Res not Resident Evil. What, what oh kind of yeah, the Nikki Mim oh I don't she's got a really complicated Japanese game that Japanese name. She's making ghost something. Ghost something. Yeah, I remember him tweeting about that for sure. And he said, oh, she's cool. Ikumi Nakamura. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, was like, I didn't Google. Guess what I Googled to find out her name? What? Ghost Nikimura. <laughs> and that worked? <laughs> it worked, yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, and her name is Ikumi Nakamura. <laughs> My brain... My brain just mushed it into Nikki Mira. <laughs> I'm such a racist piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, we all know this. Um, <laughs> yes. Also, recently, Kojima took a little slide picture. I don't know if you can say he's met him, though. He's it's... close. He's back behind stage, man. He's going to meet him. He's I don't know if it looks like Kojima gave him permission to post that. I'm going to say it that way. <laughs> well, no, no. But he, he gave it to us, you know, behind closed doors. Oh, no, no. That's on his Twitter. That's on his Twitter? Oh, yeah, yeah. The the, the right side of Kojima's head is has been reproduced <laughs> for, for the whole internet to see out there. Well, good luck to him. I'm pretty sure Kojima loves the attention. So I don't think he would mind very much. I uh, liked how he's owning his um his 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 old uh, uh, did you like it uh, meme. I think we decided not to watch the forty minute Death Stranding demo. Yes, to yeah, keep gonna... the surprises for the game. But when I saw Kojima tweet, "Did you like my presentation?" I was just like, "Yes, thank you for owning it." <laughs> yeah i i'm gonna keep it all a secret i just i just i don't know like i don't do this for games i i doesn't matter i want to see what it is before i spend money I, I think it does matter like if i watch too much like i'll start playing the game like the e3 demos and and it yeah. spoils some some good surprises i'm i'm good with what i've seen yeah 
I, yeah. I feel like I'm going to be able to pick up the game knowing how to play it, but not knowing all the what I'm sure were some cool surprises that might have been spoiled for other people who might be more on the fence. But whatever, yeah. 40 minute gameplay demos, they have their purpose in the world. I just I just don't think not, I need not this, for this game. Yeah, because I'm for pretty this sure we're going to be playing it and talking about it anyway. Like, I, I don't know if like the, the little ghost things come up, but if those come up, I don't want to know how to defeat them. I want to figure it out. Ooh, I want to be scared. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't want to know a lot of the solutions they walk you through in those demos. No, I want to be scared. So yes, he did change the names of like items and stuff like that. But that's that's not what I care about. I care about the, the gameplay. That's still going to happen. So yeah, yeah. One more. I don't think he posted this one. This one's special to us. He didn't meet this guy, but it's worth mentioning. <laughs> David. David Gates. And that was behind closed doors. <laughs> The rest of the internet has not seen it, but Liam snuck a picture of David Cage. A very, a very blurry one. Oh, I, I, it's, very... it's, it's a like creep ass picture. Like, like that's the kind of picture that usually doesn't have graying buzz cut Frenchman in it. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, man, I, is that how he looks like? Like, what's going on? He's alone. Drinking some wine. Oh, we should we should play. We should play. <laughs> my 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 mind went to David Hayter, and I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> so I got on Google Image Search to remind myself of what David Hayter looks like, and yeah, he has hair that that little like wispy strand that goes over his eyes, and I was like, "Does David Hayter actually dye and wear a wig?" When when taking pictures publicly, but when walking around Tokyo Game Show has his, his graying buzz. And no, it was it was the second David in our lives. Yeah, because he hasn't taken a picture of him in full gray. Like he's in full gray. I think the stress has gotten to him. All his deeds catching up to him. Maybe he just stressed him out into gray. And, you know, I thought that was a myth, but it's not because my beard is turning gray. He sure doesn't look like uh, the the Indigo Prophecy slash Fahrenheit version of David Cage, no. which is uh, much, much slimmer. <laughs> oh, that picture is weird. <laughs> yeah, he has soulless black beady eyes in that game. Oh, he makes such good games. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's Liam's segment. <laughs> Very short. That's right. This week it's the Tokyo Game Show. Yes. And we're we're reporting to you. Wait, no, no, we're not. What's the opposite of live? Dead. Uh, edited. <laughs> we're reporting to you, dead and edited, from my apartment, and we're gonna talk about a bunch of bullshit that's not gonna be about the Tokyo Game Show at all. <laughs> According to, to John, we, we don't edit the show, right? We just leave all the awkward pauses and, and stupid mistakes. It's, it's amazing how much smarter and more clever we sound after you take out the pauses. Like, like everyone's comedic timing is better when it's not an awkward pause. That's a good comedy tip from Uncle George, kids. But, I mean, give us some credit. A lot of that stuff is natural now. We barely have any of those pauses at all. It's just sometimes we do when we don't want to talk over each other because it happens a lot. I wish you could hear the look on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> you 
It doesn't. <laughs> I don't know about that episode you edited, but I take very, very deep detail work making sure that all of our pauses are are exquisitely trimmed to just the right amount of comedic perfection. That's good. That's good. Here on the Dad and Sons podcast, every awkward pause is is given individual attention to make sure that you are getting the most best of a mediocre experience cuz I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so so bad what's been going on with you this week i played two games two games one you with played you. two games two games and i just played one and even then it's still that's, something that we were yeah that's still good though that's still good you played one i did i did and and we matched it up let me knock out the one that we didn't play so we could just talk about it i played children of morta I played that game. Here I go. You you can hear me clicking with excitement. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> when you never say the name out loud, it's just like, oh. Oh yeah, Morta. They barely mention it in the story. Wait, wait, Marta? Like the the Atlanta Metro tran transit? No, authority? it's M-O-R-T-A. Morta. Oh, I was genuinely surprised to learn that that's what it was. This game is a roguelike. And I don't know why I keep playing these games because I don't generally like roguelikes, but I keep playing Dead Cells and, and this game and a couple other ones just because they're they're good. <laughs> uh, this one is good too. So you play multiple characters and they kind of force you to. Um, they punish you if you keep playing the same character with like getting a health debuff uh, with that character that you keep playing with. And then you have to move on to the next one. They also have levels, all the characters. And when you level them up, you get stats for all the characters. Just like, a like oh, one gives you movement speed. One gives you um, dodge chance and stuff like that. As you level them up. And you get, like, cool skills and stuff. It, it does force you to, you know, try out different characters and know which ones are better <laughs> at the game. <laughs> because really... I would say, in my personal opinion, the only melee that's like really, really good is Mark. Uh, he's like a monk, and when you attack, uh, you're gonna if you're melee, you're gonna get hit, and if the health potions are not dropping, you're gonna die, and you're not gonna make it up to the top of that like I guess dungeon because uh, you have like different layers. You have like uh, some give you um, two floors before you hit the boss. Some give you four. It's it varies um, between difficulty when you move up like that stage, but um, yeah, it sucks that like some of the characters are just that it's just slow. It's just the combat is slow. That's that's the problem I had with Gungeon. Like uh, it was it was a super slick, satisfying, fun roguelike, but the first two floors of the dungeon moved so slow. And since it's a roguelike, you're replaying them all the time, again and again. And the dodge has a meter, you know, until you level up, uh, like one of the characters all the way up. Mark, the monk, gives you like another dodge when you level him up all the way up the top. I don't know how I feel about this game's art style. Judging by the trailers. It's good. I, the thing is, when you zoom out, you can see like a pattern, like a grid. I don't know the name for that. I've seen it with pixel art before. 
like once or so, but not not very much these days. Where you see like a grid when it zooms out, like I, whatever system that they're using is causing a problem when they zoom out. Um, that's the like the only thing I don't like about it. But everything else oh. is like pretty pretty good. Pretty yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's got something about the scaling. Yeah. Yeah, like they're scaling it. And it's it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's like when you when you zoom around a, a Photoshop document that's not the right size and yeah. you have yet to actually set it to a size. It's the it's very distracting for me. Um, the, <laughs> that's the, the only thing, thing though. That's that. weirding me out is this like mishmash between low resolution pixel art looking thing. And high resolution S and K quality pixel art things that, like, yeah, the characters look look like blocky, solid, shaded pixel art people, and the environments look like uh, a little softer, but but still pixel. They look more like Super Nintendo graphics with uh, NES characters running around them, mm. but in a high resolution display that can zoom out real far because it's neither. It's weird to look at, I guess. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think they did a good job. If doing pixel art like that saved them time, I think they did a really good job with uh, what they had, the time that they had, for sure. The house looks amazing, too. But yeah, um, other than that, I, I don't know. Like, It's short and sweet. When you die, it really sucks because on like one of those big dungeons, you're spending like 20 minutes, and you end up... <sighs> You, you know your dodge runs out and then you get hit by a big attack and you're dead like that's you know like some of those attacks take up a, more than a quarter maybe like a third of your health if you hit, get hit three times that's it you're done and you, if you don't have like these you get like relics you get relics you get sh ones that give you passives they're all they're all called divines passives ones that you can activate and then ones you can have like use as like a potion or something like that. And those are, if you get like com like companions that follow you and attack, those are good. You get one that can resurrect you if you die, uh, upgrade your health. One that gives you like um, um, uh, lifesteal, like a lot of good ones. But if the rolls are bad, if you get some bad ones and you reach up to the top, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. But like, uh, and dying in 20, 30 minutes, it's not fun. I died once doing that. And I was like, never again. <laughs> I had to step away from the game for a second. I was like, nah, I don't like wasting 30 minutes of my time doing that. That's like, that's like, that's like a big chunk of the game. Cause the game is like only like five hours or so. It's like 30 minutes gone. And what, what did you level up like? A couple times especially near the end of the game that's, like they, that's a tenth that's one tenth of the game if it's five hours yeah it's just that's 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 a big chunk so yeah i i again that's because i don't really like roguelikes but i end up playing them because they're fun to play um yeah i i would say some of the characters are useless in my opinion it's not balanced well for those melee characters at all. It's not fun to play when you have only a limited dodge for like the little girl who literally could only attack while standing still. You have two dodges and hopefully they refill fast enough while you shoot. And when she first shoots, it's like it sucks until like three seconds in and three seconds in, they're already close to you. 
So you have to like upgrade your attack like a ton. And, and I upgraded mines to almost 20 and it still wasn't enough. And 20 is a lot. 20 is a lot of gold. Because you, you get gold in the game to use it in your um your skills. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna complain about very deep things that George has no idea <laughs> no idea about. So I don't know how to respond to any of that. <laughs> There's a lot of little things that's just like, eh, okay. But yeah, that's Children of Morta. It's it's a decent game if you, if you like roguelikes. And if nothing bothers you, what I just said, then there you go. There you go. I, I, I actually don't know how much that bothers me. I started looking at the Community Hub screenshots, and it looks better than the, the shots in the trailer. Yeah, um... There's there's some cool ass looking scenes uh, with with this like planet that's crumbling away in in the background of one shot with the tree in the front and it's so zoomed out it doesn't look like pixel art anymore. Oh, I totally forgot. The reason why I like this is that it's voice acted. It's the characters don't talk, but there's a narrator. And during when you're going through the dungeons, they there's a lot of narrating for for everything. Um, you, you got you had like these side, these side like um, there's there's a places where you can get like a weapon if you do a certain thing, and then there's like a story sections of the dungeons. Every time, every time you go in, there's always something, and they keep doing that. Every time you fail and die, you come out and there's always a story section, always, and it's it's like building the characters. It's great. That part of it was the point of me playing. If they didn't have that, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have stayed that long. I'm. I'm kind of intrigued because, uh, like, I've gone back and forth on a few roguelikes, like a uh, Necrodancer. Of course, we've talked about. I. Yeah. Pretty sure I've I've raved about Into the Breach along with Liam, and before I was podcasting and stuff, I played a lot of Spelunky a few years ago. Mm. I, so, I can't so I do can Spelunky. Do it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sp- I can't do I, it. I don't man. I don't want to say it. It's fine. Spelunky, it's like side scrolling 2D roguelike Dark Souls. That Spelunky is just so ridiculous, man. I it's that type of hard that I just don't want to go through that pain. I just don't want to don't want to do it. I feel like it's the type of hard where if you uh just just go slow with your character and, and experiment with with stuff, it's it's much more rewarding than than learning it all by muscle memory. Mm. Anyways, you want to you want to talk about Gears? Gears. Let's talk yeah, about Gears. Matt and I have been playing Gears, not Gears of War. No, this time it's just Gears. Gears they five. just it's Gears 5. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was expecting a, a like puzzle game where you put a machine together or something. <laughs> let's let's start off at the top with the $2 Microsoft Game Pass Ultimate Edition $2. for 2 months. $2. 2 bucks. Two bucks. What can you even buy with two bucks in today's economy? Nothing. Air? I mean, you, you, you could barely buy a candy bar with that. You could barely. You remember when candy was like 50 cents to a dollar? Yeah, I was seeing some 9-11 nostalgia last night. I saw a sign that was selling some 50 cent freedom fries. And I was like, damn, that was that was 20 years ago. Yep. Yep. That's so I don't know if the deal is still going to be active, but. 
I recommend it. I'm convinced. I'm turned two dollars for for access to the Xbox Game Pass library for two months is like like and that's a one time purchase. It's not two dollars every for the next two months. It's just one purchase of two dollars for two months of access. Mm -hmm. And we hopped into that for for Gears five. Right. But, you know, after this, I'm I'm going to be yeah. moseying my way on to Void Bastards. Yeah, and, and seeing what what Metro Exodus is like, like I'm looking forward to trying things without having the pressure to complete them. Yeah, because two dollars you could throw you could not play something to the end for two dollars for sure. Yeah, that's that's even cheaper than renting. Yeah, the the base price of it is fifteen dollars a month. And I remember Blockbuster rentals for a week used to be seven dollars. So after two rentals. You uh, in a, in a month, you're you're equaling out to the regular old non-sale price of this Xbox Game Pass, and I don't know how mo how long I'm gonna keep it. I'm I'm pretty tempted actually <laughs> to just cancel it after the the two dollar two months. Yeah, because that's a enough lot of time to try it out. <laughs> two months. That's like. A uh, let's see for you like a new game every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you yeah, that's, that's kind of how i've been doing you, it you can do it in a, no no you haven't played a new game in months so like maybe you can do an impression every week or some or every two weeks so let me not put the pressure on you every two weeks <laughs> 14 days i can finally play the ori games yeah yeah ori I, and the the stuff and things i, I feel like it's so like uh too artsy for you it's too serious it, it doesn't have enough garbage in it for you to be like oh mm. i love this game you know like ori has to be like i don't know a pile of trash throwing trash at other trash and you'll be like yes yeah this is the game but i mean coming to think of it that's isn't that kind of what they did to gears <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay all right hey, we gonna talk about the multiplayer first uh yeah sure let's talk about the part of the game we like first that is literally the point of playing gears you don't play gears for the story it's just like call of duty um back then you used to play gears for the story not for just for the story but I have the story no was good idea back what's then. happening i haven't played a gears game in 11 years and and apparently there's girls now and colors <laughs> there's girls now there's Jesus girls and Christ. colors and pride flags and there's there's sometimes you fight robots and Every, sometimes you fight master mcchiefs every woman listening just winced just just winced just a little bit just like Ugh. <laughs> all right multiplayer i want to talk about the game feel. yeah they've 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 like changed the style a bit yeah yeah, the new characters from the sequels have normal proportions, but they're still standing next to these Gears 1 characters that are like, that that have triangles upside down for, for torsos. Running around mm -hmm. with cars. Yeah. yeah with like cars <laughs> strapped to their chest. It's huge. They're huge. Old Gears had like, you, you remember when I used to say, I love the feeling of sticking my shotgun into someone's gut and pulling the trigger and it's blast and and they get bodied yeah yeah i, I know i know you what don't you feel mean that I, I i've seen the light really because because i feel good when i do that and you, you know what i think they made it made you know mainstream 
They did they did they dumb it down for the yeah, casuals? I, I think so. I don't I don't know why they would make it that way. Maybe they did some testing with some regular people and they're like, Oh, I like this better. I like it feeling not as crazy. Um I I don't know. I don't know why would they do that. It it but behind it felt more weighty, if that makes any sense. Does it feel slower than the previous one? No, no, it's still fast. It's still fast, and that's good. And I like that it's fast. Uh, fast is better. You can wall bounce better. This is, let me just say, this is the best, like, connection-wise, Gears has been. I lag sometimes, but it's, I can still kill people. You know, like, it's not that bad. Like, for some reason, they have some magic going on. Maybe one character can see the future every two seconds like that like that guy. <laughs> that guy that just always knew that I was behind him or something like that and blasted me. On his kill cam, I, like, literally never shot. <laughs> Maybe you just needed to get yeah. good. Oh, no. It was just that guy. <laughs> I went, like, 20 and something. And and that guy was no 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 that was King of the Hill, yeah he had like eighty kills, he had like eighty kills. That's a little fishy. Yeah no it, it it's because he sees the future. It sees he doesn't know that I've shot. Oh never mind that's yeah. legit then. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. I mean he was decent enough to sh- just, just learn how yeah. to see the future, man. <laughs> but other than but I'm well, fine that's with part that. of it. You gotta. I'm predict. actually fine with that because. The rest of the players weren't like like that. The rest of the players were just, you know, regular connection. We fought it out and, you know, I usually win. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's it's um, the best it's felt because the old ones were just bad. The, the shotgun wasn't consistent. Um, you would shoot someone in the face and they wouldn't blow up. This one, they absolutely blow up every time, every time. <laughs> Wait, you just said it was uh, like no. Less I'm talking about that it is less satisfying to blow up someone, but I'm talking about like it working because it never worked before. Probably it was inconsistent, and it happened like every game. Oh man, you really got to pick your poison here. Wait, what do you mean? You think that's the reason why net code or satisfying? Pick one. Apparently, you can't have both. I would rather have net code any day. Net code any day. So the feel of the game has lost I, I don't know what why they did it because i felt like he knew how the old gears felt i don't i just don't know why they decided to just change it all up and make it very i don't know i have a hard time picturing what you're talking because cause it has been 11 years for me and so far as i can tell it feels like like that first game from 2006 still and in many ways. Okay, I I would say this. Crow Crowbat? Is that his name? He made a video. Crowcat, right? Whatever that guy's name is. I I just stumbled on he will show you exactly what I mean. Oh boy. Is is it something like Gears of War downgrade that the industry has been lying to you? He'll just show you like the difference between like old gears and this gears. Because I don't think Gears 4 was this... Whoa, Gears 1 is gray as hell. Yeah, it's Gears 2. Oh, he's... It's Gears 2. Yeah, that's the only thing... Like, people who have played Gears, like me, throughout, probably noticed it as soon as you... As soon as you started playing. It just... It felt like you were shooting a water gun 
instead of like a big oversized muscly you know <laughs> shotgun you know it did it, it kind of lacks that but it still feels it feels it feels okay i'm i'm gonna play i still like gears 5 for sure oh because it doesn't feel quite as good as it used to isn't it's not a reason for me not to play it as long as the net code is good i am going to continue to play that game i've i've definitely got my two bucks worth oh hell yeah hey, all right so story that oh no wait, wait what do you think about the multiplayer I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Uh, apparently it opens up in Act 2, and, and that's about three, four hours in. And I did play up to that point. Against my my better advice, I stayed up late last night and got to what the people are talking about. Um, Matt, did you get to the snowy chapter? No, I already finished it. Oh my... Oh, uh, how do you what do, do you that? Mean? It came out early. It came out on the six. Oh yeah, you were playing yeah. a few more days then. I I was gonna play another game. Well, and I was just like, oh no, I'm like curious. I I got to a point where you're in a semi-open map with a vehicle, and it still has ultimately had me going down another tunnel after the vehicle to to shoot my way through what felt like a fairly standard gears campaign once again. I don't know what the point of playing some of this stuff is anymore it's like i'm having so much more fun with the multiplayer than the campaign the campaign is is linear you you're just walking down a tunnel and pointing and clicking on bad guys and i can't believe we're still in this trap it's old like, it's, old. it's an old game it's an old game in yeah, this as, as much fun yeah. as i am having with the multiplayer it's really disappointing to to see this campaign go the way it's gone because i i it depresses me at how dated it feels now at this point. Because, okay, the Gears of War franchise is like 13 yeah. years old, right? First game's from 2006. Back in the, the 80s turned 90s, within 16 years, the video games went from Pac-Man to Quake. And and that's that's not a fair comparison. Like, we are not in the same place in history that that people were in back then. There, There's just probably plain old less technology to play with and these days that, that make games look and play differently unless you're making something in VR. But it's so sad for me, having grown up in that era, to see stuff like this stagnate. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the Crobe Cat footage, and, and yeah, I think I get it, but the Old Gears footage, it still kind of looks... It's obviously the same engine, but similar art style a lot, a lot of the same camera work it's the same exact game same ui nothing has changed oh because you can ride on this on a little like <laughs> surfboard does not mean anything changes this is this is the formula this is the formula okay you you in in that act right you ride around to your objective instead of it just skipping in a cutscene. at right oh it really opens and up then huh? you have one side mission that is in that world as well that gives you something for Jack. That is it. There's nothing open world about it. Nothing. There's 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 no something different. No, that that that's basically it. They did nothing. Reminded me more of like a vehicle section in a Half Life game than than having a like a, a Wolfenstein hub. Yeah, I, and and the story, the story is like uh kind of like what God of War did, right? It's just like busy work. But it's like 
interesting busy work for some reason. Like the story is continuing while you're doing busy work, <laughs> you know. But of course, Gears Five is doing it a lot worse. God of War's, oof. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and they they always leave it unfinished, every time, for the for the next Gears. Nothing nothing happens really. We already knew the twist. Uh, there's like a twist that happens. We already knew that in one. It was so obvious. And then that the, that's it. You're you're left like unsatisfied. You're like waiting for it to be get good <laughs> the whole time. There's some like decent sections and good gameplay, but it's like it's so far. It's like far apart. Yeah, I think I think I was told that the, the best thing about a Gears of War campaign are the occasionally cool set pieces yeah. they'll throw at you. Yeah. Some. And, and it's it's triple a game design like it's fine those cool set pieces happen but it's so dated and iterative and and uncreative and, and then you go to the multiplayer and there's like this real sense of of flow and pacing and the, what what i love about the way gears handles gunplay is it feels like you're always stick you really are sticking your neck out to get a kill yeah like you ever notice how how your toes clench when when playing multiplayer games during tense moments? Gears has this like like four second rhythm of clenching to relaxing to clenching to relaxing, and in the clinch is what happens when when you're aiming down the sights at someone with with a lot of HP and you and a friend have to concentrate fire or flank on them together, which adds this tactical team play dynamic to it and. Uh, and then while you're doing it, you're putting yourself at risk. So you have to be ready to retreat and have a have an escape plan in mind. And that's still as good as it is. That's still stuff that I remember going on back in 2006 on the on the Xbox 360 13 years ago. Yeah. 13 years ago, the world was exactly the same, if not a little better than today, kids. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, gears. So, so I, I I apologize that what I just did might have sounded especially acerbic and cynical. But holy shit, does that not compare to the blog article I read that got me buying Gears Five in the first place? <laughs> this is a little bit of a tangent, but uh, if you if you want to to hear the wailings of a generation, to to maybe understand why I'm depressed, then then type in Google. I don't like prestige games. This uh blog post on medium goes through like a laundry list of a lot of triple a design trends of the past decade that have just turned me off the the three-way um upgrade trees systems that are just completely unnecessary that make the the base default state of a character you start out with in a triple a game to just be not intriguing to play the the like half-assed stealth and mechanics crafting systems that turn a lot of what your brain is doing into some incredibly easy, boring math. And then the guy recommends the hell out of Gears of War 5 mm. and and uses the phrase that playing Gears 5 is like playing AAA games all over again. And maybe it kind of oversold me on it. Um, I know a lot of people like it, and that's that's good. I want Gears to be a little bit more popular. Um thing is i i can totally see myself playing the multiplayer for a couple more weeks but i don't know if i even want to play more of the campaign and at that's all that's totally okay like i just want to get good at the multiplayer it's totally okay but it's it's for the multiplayer 
I don't know. I I don't. I really don't know. Like, it's Gears has always been popular on Xbox, but like I can see the difference. Like when you brought in some of like the Super Bunny Hop people to play, like oh, yeah, yeah, From the Discord. The way you guys play Gears is so wrong. <laughs> I I mean that in the I, nice I way. I had to I relearn a, a lot of assumptions. Yeah, like, <laughs> Like, like you want to use the shotgun a lot That's more than, than I was thinking That's you want to. That's how you to. play it. The shotgun should be your main way of, of no. getting kills. The The Lancer is just to put the, pressure. The Lancer is to put pressure. And the, the thing is, when someone runs up to you, you don't use the Lancer. You back the fuck away is what you do. You use the shotgun and you tell him who's boss. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, if you're Matt, you do that. If you're me, you... <laughs> You hold the back button and go like, away. Like, you remember that clutch with me and you? That worked. Oh, which one? The, yeah. Well, well uh, the, the most intense one when you were like, wow, that was great. It was me and you left, and you were on the Lancer, yeah. and that was perfect. I was on the shotgun, and I was wall bouncing, killing people, and we made it. Just two of us we broke them down. We killed like seven people, dude. Like, because you were putting on pressure with your Lancer, that's when it works. But when you're when you're one v one and someone's next to you, they're gonna blast you because the lancer doesn't have enough damage to kill them that fast. And and I love that feeling of like holding down the L one button, like drawing a mental map of of where the enemies are gonna be, where your teammates gonna be, what your escape route's gonna be, and then panning the camera around, like using the third person camera diegetically to to spot bad guys coming and also keep in mind that they can spot you there's like there's a lot more going on in your head in gears than i remember i forgot a lot of that strategic layer to it it's it's, it's been there it's, it's just you know it's good to play it now where a lot of people are in the game that are at various levels because later on what's going to happen because the two dollar yeah. sale you know, later on, you're going to see those those try hard boys. They come out and you're going to see a cool different gears. It is a different gears. They do not play. They don't they don't miss shots. So <laughs> you have to be on your game and they're using controller as well. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like with gears, it just doesn't matter, especially when you've been playing it since. Yeah, because the one. shotgun, it's just the you just need one good shotgun blast at a, at the proper range to get a maybe if you're hanging back and sniping the mouse and keyboard could make a real difference but i also like that it's a game that doesn't lend itself to to mouse and keyboard players just being dramatically yeah. overpowered which is cool because there's cross play yeah. in this one we uh we were playing with xbox people yeah. last night and they're good <laughs> they're good i switched over um, I don't know. It felt good. It felt good on mouse and, and keyboard. And I don't usually play on mouse and keyboard for like, like gears. I just, I've grew up with it, but yeah, grew up with it on a controller, but yeah, it's, it's good. I'm glad you like it too. I'm glad, I'm glad we had some, a few hours of goodness. Well, the, the, the multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, it, Jack is like the, I'll say this. Jack is the best thing about story. The best thing about story. I'm glad they did that with Jack. Jack is a little robot if people I, don't know. I, um and you can upgrade them to do like special things. Sarcastic or not. Like armor, turn everyone invisible and stuff like that. And you if you have a a uh, like one of your friends playing Jack, it's like so overpowered. It's great. You like 
playing. Yeah, it was Jack. good. Okay, okay. You, you have a different experience than me because I, when I was playing co-op, I played Jack for the first level, and Jack has no abilities for that one. And then you were playing Jack for the second level after uh, after you get all the upgrades. And I, I don't know what that's yeah, like. Yeah, I, I started. I could kill people. That's ridiculous. Jack doesn't kill anyone when he's a AI. He's just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> he. he He's right. all he's all right. Like he he revives you sometimes and stuff like that. But yeah, oof, that game can throw some some big ones at you, some real big ones at you. Um, later on in the campaign, if you want some challenge, uh, it, the horde mode. That's right, the horde mode is good. But I don't think you've tried that yet. Horde horde mode is always good. Played a bit of horde mode. Horde mode was too easy. I think I got to try it again oh, with the no. difficulty. You, you put it on easy. That's why. Did I? It was whatever the default was. Yeah, that's easy. That's without modifiers. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's why the modifiers exist. If you think it's too easy, then you pull up the modifiers. And it's 50 waves. Every 10 waves, it changes. What's what's the deal with this big black screen between every single wave that, that takes away your control? Black screen? Uh, they show you a scoreboard, the and then they darken and blur the gameplay behind it you can still move but you can't um interact with with stuff on the floor i i I don't know i don't know why they do that Uh, it's uh, weird it seems like a weird pacing decision yeah why can't i like continue doing what i want to do i don't need to to see some like elegant blur screen and all that you know it's, it's their decision i guess it, it's, it's, it's another it, aspect that has me feeling like the pvp is the the one part of this game I, you know i actually like that reminds me the most annoying thing about gears 5 <laughs> not the game feel not 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 that not the blur screen but when you start the game you have to watch the coalition intro every time the logo every time you can't skip it why why? I'd rather look at a it loading sits screen. It in their contracts. I, I, I believe that unskippable logos are the result of corporate brand deals that actually have clauses in their contracts about how you can't skip the little bit of advertising that all the players are going to see when they boot up the game up every single time. And when the industry went in that direction, that's when it all went downhill, kid. So ridiculous, dude. <laughs> so ridiculous. The, the, the amount of pc game patches that are just for skipping cutscenes. yeah it, it, I, I i bet there's terabytes of them on the internet yeah yeah oh now you can skip cutscenes. god why I, why wouldn't you believe. put that in before it's it's been 13 years guys 13 years and we still have this standard issue oh you can't skip the dumbass corporate logo because that's what people care about in, in their video games bullshit you know what one thing though that i do like about triple a games these days is that on first boot up they throw you in the option screen first that is cool i i will give them props for that mm. though in, in in gears they they make you adjust the lighting and um accessibility options the accessibility menu is huge i love it you can also set the cutscenes to 60 fps which is nice oh yeah that's right you can yeah i i have yeah, a... for for what it's it's worth for for how much griping I've been doing. It's it's a really great PC port and piece of software in general. I just feel like the PVP mode is the only one that, that 
jives with me. I don't have a 1080 Ti anymore. So I have like this gaming laptop when I moved over here to California and it's a 1060 in there, whatever the laptop version of that is. I have to play like on sort of low medium, like a, a mix between those two. So I just want to tell everyone like, that's what you're going to have to look at. It's not the greatest. <laughs> it's not the greatest. It kind of looks like you're playing old gears. Um, if you set it just right, if you have a 1060 or around 1060 or 1050 Ti or whatever, um, that's what you might have to go on low settings. If you want to get like a consistent, I wanted to get like 75 because my monitor goes up to 75 and I like smooth. 75 when i'm playing multiplayer and stuff but it's, it's gonna look good enough if you said just right so to keep for people who have that keep working with the settings and you'll get it to to look decent so you don't you know cut your eyes on like ridges you know like looking at a, a switch game i feel like like there's not much you could do to Gears of War to make it look ugly. The the art direction has always been real pretty to look at. Oh yeah, big muscles. You like that, don't you? Mm. Big big Roman columns. Oh, I I guess a short mention. The reason why the old Gears was good is just it was just outrageous. Like big burly men. You know, you had four players <laughs> and you just had one liners, stupid one liners and and you killed big oh, things. Stupid weapons. You had too. I, I love the Beyblade launcher. Like they, it's so gratuitous, and it knows. Like it's it's aware. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that's how it was, and it was it was dark. It was very dark and gray. You know that's what Gears was. You know, and it's okay to change it. The direction is different. I, I'm okay with them changing it. It's just when you make it all like, you know, TBG. <laughs> You know, when you make it for the general audience, it just seems a little not gears. You know, the blood is all like colorful and everything like it. Oh, my God, it looks like Fortnite. You know, like, I I don't know. You know, I guess that's I guess that's what they're trying to do. Make gears just a little bit cleaner. Yeah, it definitely looks cleaner. Like when you used to chainsaw someone, they used to flail around. <laughs> I, I, I hate to say it, but I think that might be the thing with the game failure feeling is like a a animation system that kind of tries to flow one animation into another cleaner mm -hmm. i don't know i've been looking at this crowd cat video and 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 the old footage does look like a little jankier but it's also crispier and the camera's shaking harder it it feels like pros and cons i, I maybe i'd have to play them side by side to really feel the difference like you're talking yeah, about it's though. i don't care about anything else chainsaw whatever that can change or or shooting like little bits from like the scenery i don't care about any of that i care about the shotgun and that's all i care about <laughs> if you mess with my shotgun that's when i get a little annoyed not not enough to lose sleep i really don't care i'm still gonna play it but but it does annoy me so it's like oh okay because yeah killing someone it looks weird on the screen too. Like they splash. Like you have eliminated this thing. Like what? What are you doing? Just make it. Just why? What are you doing? Stop controlling my screen. And they, when you get hit, it like hurts your whole screen too, and hurts your your side view. It's like, come on, just, just stop, stop this, stop. What are you doing? 
It, it was fine. I'm thinking me. about that that black screen between every <laughs> horde mode that apparently you had to remember real hard. That stuck out to me. Yeah, it was annoying. I was trying to pick up stuff while that screen was up, and they wouldn't allow me. Oh, okay, good. So, so you're on my side. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it, I'm I'm okay. You know, I can take a second to chill. I just want to say for two bucks. I'm Hell like yeah. super happy with the situation actually. Two bucks, like play. like there was a lot to complain about for the campaign and stuff, but but for two bucks, I have absolutely had a blast it, with with the PvP. Yeah, campaign is fine. When you beat it's fine. It's just the same same thing. Yeah. Um all right. So uh let's move on to a short segment before before we we switch over to some bullshit news. So <clears throat> For for an especially bullshitty episode of Dad and Sons, we're we're gonna follow up on something that happened last time we had only two dads or sons. And that is 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 Liam's adorable, wonderful little segment called What Would George Do? Now, three episodes ago, I was vomiting in the bathroom yep. um because of a medical issue that I'm glad I didn't have time to tell the story about going to the emergency room this weekend because I don't want to alarm the kids. But whatever, I'm I th- there might be a health issue going on, but I will be with you forever, regardless of what happens Stop to my children. Trash. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm going to that that nasty you place. Might actually be onto something. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last time I wasn't here on the podcast, uh, uh, we did a what would George do, and there were there were eight questions in which hypotheticals were discussed. So, do you remember what you and Liam talked about when discussing what would happen if George? Walked into a forest, found a black suitcase with $1 million and a piece of paper stained in blood that just said, don't. Would George take that suitcase home? Oh, okay. So I remember this conversation. Uh, I think I said that George will um, either leave it alone, and if he went for it, he will try to find the owner. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I would, like, do a DNA test on the blood. (laughs) I would turn it into the police. <laughs> and I think we were like, I, oh, I, we would definitely like take the money. <laughs> it had like a letter. But that you said, were spot not on for, for what a opportunity I'd be wasting. <laughs> but like, uh, but I don't know. I don't want the suitcase ghosts after me. Yeah. I mean, if someone was watching, that would be messed up too. Like, I, I don't want to. Think yeah yeah that. it sounds like some hitman's extortion scheme mm. i it sounds like it's, it's, that's that's jojo i don't want to mess with <laughs> jojo i i watched that jo, jojo shit i was thinking of a different word <laughs> what's it what, what is it like like a, a kind of voodoo juju. sort of term bad, ju- bad juju and i my brain just went to jojo, jojo. okay anyways juju. yeah number two if george could sell his soul to the devil what would he sell it for Oh man, I don't remember what we said on this one. Did you write bicycle? You said a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, Thing is, I would go a lot harder than that because because I think I'm skeptical enough to actually call the devil on his bluff and be like, okay, yeah, fine, you have my soul, but whatever, I'll just get used to whatever torture you have in store for me in hell. Yeah. I have a whole a whole eternity to to get accustomed to things down That's there. That's right. I'll adjust. I'll live with that. We, we were saying like it would be something practical. Like it would be like 
redoing your house or something like that. Like nothing but, too but I would big. Go, I would go for something big. I would go for something life changing, like a, like a million dollar deposit. Okay. Okay. Why stop at a million dollars? Why not just go like 50 million or something like that? Sure. Cause I, I am, I am ready to call the devil out on his bullshit. There's some tactics I have in store for whenever the day happens. Anyways, next question. Number three. If George was a robot, would he want to know? Oh, I I think we're all over the place on this one. <laughs> would you want to know? I think I think we we, I, we we reached no because it would break you if we if you said yes. But am I programmed to be happy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're happy. And knowing that you're a robot, I, I don't think you want that truth. I think you would rather live. Yeah, it. in that case, I would rather not know, actually, because I, I just want to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, why not? And if, if ignorance is bliss, then and if I have control over it, at least and something to gain, I would pick ignorance. Yeah. It's unfortunate that that's not how it works in our in our modern society. But... <laughs> yes, sometimes, sometimes, like of course, it's bad to be ignorant, but sometimes ignorance is bliss, man. You you Certain you, you, you gotta know. prepare for the yeah. worst in order to be happy after it's over and done with. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Recessions happen every fifteen to thirty years, kids. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready for the next one. Save up the pennies. Buy low, sell high. <laughs> if George got to choose between 50 years of being incredibly happy mm-hmm. or to live forever and be unhappy, what would he choose? Happiness. This is a tough one, guys. <laughs> I don't I feel, know, I man. Like, I feel like um, George is unhappy right now. <laughs> He's living that life right now. And 50 now. years of being incredibly happy sounds about as tempting <laughs> As as immortality of 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 melancholy complaining about video games, because on on one hand, like the curiosity is killing me. I want to know how the future. No, like love has to be part of it because everyone wants to have like that somebody. So being unhappy has not finding love. It has to be a part of it. So not finding love, um, complaining about video games for sure. <laughs> For all eternity. Wow, Super Bunny Hub hasn't aged since he started. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so curious to know how the future is gonna go. But considering how it's been going, maybe that's that's a real Pandora's box, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pick the 50 years. That's a more sure bet. At least with that, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. And that's the kind of stability I need in my life right now. (laughs) Everyone likes to be. Can you imagine just being super happy for fifty years? I can't. Yeah, I I can't either. Next question. <laughs> Not in this world. I can't, and that's kind of sad. Would George? Would George rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut? Astronaut. Fuck the ocean. Yeah. Get me out of it. I never want to go back. <laughs> you went. I I played a lot of Subnautica. Oh I'm my, not going back oh to the my ocean. God. That's the most gamer thing you have ever said. Or anyone has ever said. Ugh. I've been to the ocean. I played a game about it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of channeled my, my Tim Buckley control-alt-delete self-insert oh, there with man, that one, that didn't I? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, the ocean's scary as hell. Space, space is is also scary, but at least, yeah, this is like the 50 years of happiness. You know what you're going to get in space because there's nothing in space. In the ocean, though, there's there's monsters. So, no. Yeah, I would I would love space. I if they could just perfect it before I die. Maybe I'll be like really old and crusty or maybe I can put my brain in a jar. I don't know. Either way, I want to live longer by any means necessary. If you play police knots, you get to learn about all the the health hazards people might have to face when living in space for a long time, like like radiation and and muscle atrophy. Well, I, you know, if we could go in space, I think robotic arms and, you know, <laughs> and all that might be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, in which case we'd be entering into the the cyberpunk transhuman era where where you you would probably be better off putting your your brain in a jar and hooking it up to something even upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> upgrade. Yeah, I'm 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 totally down. I'm totally down with uh, Neuralink as well. Like I know a lot of people. Like every time I talk about it with my friends, they're like, "Uh, nah, I don't think I want." Just put my brain in a VR headset and let me play Super Hot forever. <laughs> You would totally get tired. Like, I want to play something else. <laughs> I don't know, man. That 50 years of happiness combined with putting my brain in a VR headset for Super Hut <laughs> might be a pretty good way to go. Oh man. oh, man. Number six. If George was president of the United States, what would he do on his first day? What did we say? I don't remember this one. Incredibly practical yes. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah you always go off like i i guess more than you you put on this podcast if you eat i would form many subcommittees yeah. i would release many statements yeah i i would have a the a very very busy yeah. day i would i would jump right on the shit I, I i would form a subcommittee to research into ways to to keep the second amendment but get rid of automatic weapons in civilian households i would head up a, a, a environmental economic reformation division to, to figure out how to make industry more sustainable without polluting the environment yeah no okay you guys don't get to see the discord rant exactly that we thought that that reaction was going to happen that reaction <laughs> or you like you just know exactly you, you, what to do and he'll just be busy you guys know how much I hold back yes, from Twitter. <laughs> hold back from everything. I, I don't even know how much you, you cut guys out. have Sometimes seen the paragraphs, stories. like outlining where politicians grow up and what their childhood was like. And yeah, I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. It, I mean, it's better than what we have now, right? So the weirdest thing to think about is that I feel like I'm all. Th- in a, in a quick two second span, I just thought of two things that I feel like were were more than what Trump thought up for his t- first day. <laughs> yeah, that guy had years to plan, oh, but I also don't have dementia, and I'm not a fascist. So, moving on, next question, Oof. number seven: If George could have complete knowledge of any five things, what would he want to know? Rome. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> we picked i know complete we picked knowledge or history but the thing about history. having complete knowledge do you really want complete knowledge of the whole thing because then you're gonna learn how shitty it can be 
Yeah. And and I'm sure if if people went back in time to experience the glory of Rome, Oof. they'd they'd find like a really messy, smelly, slavery-run war society full of macho men abusing everyone else. Mm -hmm. It yeah. So so I don't I don't. Okay. Yes. Um. Um. I want to have complete knowledge of how to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No matter what. And I think that's like it. No, I think it's. <laughs> It's it's a combination of of things. Um, there was uh, I remember reading about this woman who couldn't. I forgot what she was missing. I forgot what she was missing. She she couldn't like feel feelings or something like that. Um, what like emotional yeah. feelings or finger touch feelings? No, no, no. Like emotional. Like she was missing a part of. Um, <laughs> are we talking about my wife or what <laughs> and and uh and she didn't like i i would say it's kind of it's kind of like george you you kind of like miss certain things right like you're you're a little bit different than a lot of people and that's like why what gives you like that flair i would say i i have been told i have a unique case of resting bitch face <laughs> And what they did with this, what they did with this woman is put on a helmet that had magnets in it. And for a split, you know, like for, I think about like four hours, she could feel everything. And when it went away, she cried and she was, she became depressed because she noticed what she was missing in life. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. And yeah, she was like, Wow. And and I have to look up that article so I can actually uh, say it to you guys because I'm pretty sure some people will be interested. I'm I'm actually interested in that, but yeah, it was nuts. It that's nuts to me. Those magnets can can manipulate the brain. So like I think it's like a slight brain thing to be happiness, to for, for happiness as well. It might just be the way that we're born. You know, oh oh, oh I'm getting kind of crazy here. The way that we're born, everyone's born different. Woo. <laughs> I'm I'm imagining this woman like like sprouting a beard and then clawing up towards the sky and and saying something like forlorn this lonely existence of man for if we were to know what is truly in store for us at the end of our days then would we want to go like I I I would not be able to not break out into some kind of existentialist soliloquy after having that kind of experience yeah I would probably write a book afterwards and, and name it something like The Suffering of George. <laughs> Number eight. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I could find that specific one. But if you just look up magnets in the brain, you will find a ton of stuff. Like the magnets changing um, people's views on immigrants and God. This is what, like, that was weird. That's, Holy yeah. shit. That's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, like, just, just a lot of, a lot of stuff here. It's crazy how magnets can do that. Brain controlling magnets. How do they work? That's, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Yeah, see, don't you want to live in the future to figure out, like, what it'll be like when people figure out this shit? But also, don't you not want to be there when, when yeah. everyone starts starving from global warming and the U.S. government collapses? Isn't it just like that that, that dumb game? No, I shouldn't say dumb game, but it, it was crap. We happy people? No, I'm thinking about something. We happy we few. We happy few. 
was thinking about the song, I think. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that game where you take the happy pills and everything looks great. You know, you always see the positive in everything. I, I th- I'm, I'm sure there are several listeners who might be able to inform us that, that that's probably not how it actually works. What? Happiness? Or, or antidepressants. Oh, no. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I, but antidepressants definitely don't make you eat rats and, and think it's like fresh pig or something like that. <laughs> definitely not, for sure. But So I, I think it's more of a, a very heavy drug with hallucinogens in there. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number eight. If George died and had a choice between finding out what actually happens with the afterlife or lingering around and staying as a ghost, ghost. what would he choose? Ghost. 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 You know what I would do? Um, n- uh, you would... You wouldn't do any of the weird stuff that you will see, like, in The Invisible Man. I forgot that old nope, movie. Nope. I, I have a ghost plan, actually. If if I die and become a ghost, I am going to grad school. Oh, shoot. That's so dope. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? You can just float into the classes. You have all the time in the exactly. world to listen to the lectures. No tuition. No food. If No rent to if pay. If a teacher sucks, you could just move on to another teacher. Just walk right just through walk the wall. Right through the wall. You don't have to worry about picking teachers or anything like that. You just look up if you could touch things. Hopefully, look up who's the best teachers. Go to those classes, and it doesn't matter if they're book because you're a freaking ghost. Yeah, they're not going to stop, stop you. Oh man! So, so that's my ghost plan. That's dope. Do you have a ghost plan? Yeah, I, I would definitely do that. I've always wanted to go back to school, but you know how much college is. If we were we're talking about uh nine eleven and you know eight years ago how things no 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 eight years ago tried tried nineteen so, years sorry ago. 19. 18, 18. <laughs> sorry yeah holy hell yeah how college was cheaper years ago you know and nowadays mm-hmm. it's more expensive I don't want to go into debt yeah hey, I'm I'm already, I already got I already got student loans that I need to pay off I don't need more of them Jesus Christ and uh trillions of dollars are just sitting around in, in the panama accounts yes, it's just 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 no just no student loans are are oof. yeah um but yeah i would definitely do that because that's the greatest idea but i would i would do this i would go and see things that people wouldn't normally see like go to the white house hear conversations Ooh. Like go to wherever the CIA is and and like really hear learn what Trump is like when when the tapes aren't yeah, recording. Really learn what's going on. Oh my god, the satisfaction of seeing what what our government does and everything. Oh my god, it would be so great. Satisfaction. See, that's the kind of situation. I I I'd, I'd be in grad school learning about ancient history. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, being a ghost would be so good. So good because I want to live forever. I want to go to space. I don't know how this the ghost stuff would work if I would be able to be become physical so I can actually go to space. And because I don't think I can float that fast and follow a rocket. So, and and you know, I I also am pretty sure I'd be the one and only ghost who like wouldn't haunt people. Yeah. In fact, I'd be the one ghost that would like try to help the ghost hunters out. I wouldn't be spooking them. I'd be like making them a sandwich and leaving them snacks and turning the lights on instead of off. Oh, so you think they'll be evil, evil ghosts? 
if they're going to be uh i guess like isn't isn't that the stereotypes go ghosts get a bad rap you know but but i'm pretty sure that that most of them are are floating around not bothering anyone and we'll never even know about them but but there's a few bad apples that spoil the bunch right yeah i if there were evil yeah. ghosts, then there might be a way to like become stronger ghosts, and I would probably look into that to make sure I'm just like super, super strong, like this ancient, super strong ghost, you know, super saying God level, you know, ro- rose. <laughs> just, just so I don't have to worry about anything. I'm just like doing what I want, you know. No, no crazy ghost, man. Can you imagine if like, like the you know you know like the secret government or whatever has like ghosts for them like you know protecting the secrets too their own ghost yeah you know they have matt do you have a joint right now (laughs) no no i you know my cousin this is the second joint conversation we've had on this podcast my, my cousin grows like a she's one of the biggest people who grows weed over here so like she gave me like this big cigar weed and I, I and did you start talking about like yo if you were a ghost would your butt still smell because <laughs> no. i feel like we're just a couple like like sleepy thoughts away from reaching that level of yeah, I, of, of of sophistry I woke here. up so many this times this is great I, i'm on, this is fantastic. i need to get a mattress man i i'm sleeping on a uh a um the blow-up beds you, I, why am i forgetting the air mattress yeah i'm no, still. Yeah, I need to. Still, I need to buy. It. I need to buy. It. I have my, I have my platform frame and everything. I just have to buy a nice foam mattress. I just don't know which one to buy. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy one of those. I'm gonna buy one as soon as I get off of this. Actually, <laughs> it was good. It was good at first, okay. and then now it's just loud and and like making my arms fall asleep. <laughs> I think my body does not want to get used to this. But yeah. Kids, don't eat a bunch of crap and also get enough sleep on a real mattress. It's important. Yeah, yeah, definitely get enough sleep. So since Liam's not around this week, (laughs) and since Matt usually doesn't talk about the news anyway, I decided to just go straight bullshit with it. We're not going to talk about the Tokyo Game Show. We're not going to talk about the 40 minute long Death Stranding trailer. We're not even going to talk about the Apple Arcade. No. No, you know what we are going to talk about, though, Matt? Mm-hmm. The Siren from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Final Fantasy VIII has had a remaster come out in the past week, and it's uh, it's it's got some, like, pros and cons, <gasps> graphical improvements. It. Okay. Yeah, Um. but but there was uh, also apparently some issues with, with analog controls. Um. You, you don't get the, the, the analog control in this new version. You don't get rumble when you blast Squall's gunblade into an enemy and the backgrounds are also weirdly low resolution which which i bet might be extra disappointing to you because you recently played through ff9 with that ai upscaling mod yeah and it was, it's good and they didn't do that they i i oh but this is a mod though yeah but this is an official product and we're living in an age where square enix should have access to tools like that that uh really accomplish what was a pipe dream back when I was modding games. Like, being able to remake the renders in Ocarina of Time was something that the texture replacer modders were never able to accomplish. And in that community, you had 
in the Ocarina ROM hacking texture replacement community, you had some really creative works. There was one guy who made the game look like Wind Waker's art style, and it was really competent. Like the UI had swirly Wind Waker style medallions instead of weird abstract button looking things. Um, Link looked like he was tune shaded. All the other characters did. But then you'd walk into Hyrule Field and see this low resolution, ugly CGI render that looks like Shrek. Oh. And uh, and nowadays you can actually fix that. But Square Enix didn't go through a similar method for this remaster. And I, these are the same people who ported the mobile versions onto uh, the PC. Yeah. Like they're they're not gonna do anything. Yeah. anything at all you know they're, they're just putting on there because people are gonna buy it and of course i bought it you bought ff8 remastered no 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 oh. i've never played eight um my friend played it and he liked it i might i might give it a try but it gets a lot eh. of hate yeah. um but the first half of it it's, it's like a lot of those ps1 rpgs from that era the first half is really really good the second half is when it goes off the rails of and one good thing that they did in the remaster is speed up the animations for the the combat battles that was a always a big complaint for the game and uh one of the animations in particular though is is is, is going to be a topic of discussion here and that is the siren all right. Right. Now, if you go online and, 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 and look at all the forums full of the gamers these days, you'll find them them crying ill over over censorship. Uh, they gave the siren a different character design in which in the remaster she is wearing a skirt. And I am OK with that because <laughs> I don't know how no one else didn't see this. But in the original PlayStation game. She's supposed to be wearing something. I don't know what it is, but it looks like pubes. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure she, she There's has... no way that's pubes. No way. Yeah, you posted it. You posted I it. I did, but... Just like, what, what do you see here? And but I the, was like... They would have had to have some way of explaining it. Like, it can't canonically, it can't in the game's world be actual pubes, because then it would be rated... It, it would not be rated T. I don't even know if you could get an M rating and have pubes back in those days. This was 1999, let alone the fact that, like, you can't even show pubes in Japan. In, J in, in Japan, when people take their pants off, there's there's pixels all over the place. You know how it works, right? You've seen you've seen the video evidence. This is no one noticed. No one noticed. That's probably what it what it was. Do you think so? So your theory, that's dude, look at it's the ridiculous. Shape. But that's why it latches shape. onto my mind is it's like one of the spookiest, most compelling video game mysteries of all time. Was the siren from FF8? Was she actually like like taking her pubes out all along and just no one made a, a scandal out of it? Look at the shape because no one cared back then. Look at the shape and look at the texture. Oh, no, that was the era of Jack Thompson. People totally cared. Hot coffee. Remember hot coffee? that's uh, it, like news going crazy over stuff oh yeah hot coffee was a little weird yeah hot coffee was a little weird because <laughs> you could do it on ps4s so, oh uh, yeah when, and yeah. no one was even taking their pubes out in hot coffee it was all just dry humping with everyone's clothes on yeah yeah this one there's a texture and the shape of it there's no way the it's shape not. yeah it's it that that is not a like machine cut piece of fabric no, whatever it's it not. is it's not i've heard theories that it could be a, a clamshell like like in a renaissance painting you know you, you see do you see that does it look like a clamshell to you no the texture looks like hair 
And okay, wh- I've also what, heard what that type it could of skirt be... is that? It cuts off in the front. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's some you weird like like S and M sex wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other I popular really... theory is that that is is feathers does it look like feathers to you matt no it doesn't look like anything else but hair maybe it's the I can't same color it. as her hair yes it's the same texture as her hair yes but there's no possible way the texture the texture and the shape is what does it because you can't make a shape like that and it not flap down Unless it's, I mean, it's anime, it, right? But and like that's still. the shape that also happens if you, if you, you know, you, you kind of neglect things down there for yes. a few months. <laughs> like it's crawling up towards her belly button. Yeah, and and for research, for research purposes, I looked up some concept art, and and in the concept art, this this piece of her costume has less of a texture, but it has more of a shape. It is like. You can see it yearning to reach her belly button and make a happy trail. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for people who want to look this up, if you don't have the link, Siren PS1 on, on FF8. Siren. There's, there's also a collectible figurine that's uh, not doing her any favors. But in, in the figurine, it looks more, more of a C-string kind of situation. Like like it could be a bikini bottom, but it doesn't have straps going around the waist. So so results are still inconclusive. See, this is the type of stuff that I would be asking people if I ever do documentaries. Just be like, <laughs> like I won't go and talk about development or anything. I'd be like, yo, like let's talk about this. Like, come on, man. Can you imagine Danny O'Dwyer? Yeah. Sitting in an interview chair with the Japanese character designer speaking through a translator. And he's just like, Oi, mate, what's all this then? Were these pubes or what? Danny, just let me do it. I, I, I don't care about my reputation. Just like, let me do it. I'll do it for you, dude. I'll take the hit. Yeah. <laughs> we need investigators and journalists to crack this case yes. and figure out what the hell they were thinking back then. <laughs> Danny sends me a DM like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the clip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So so I, I posted about this on Twitter because it was very important to me. And uh, I did get some responses from a lot of people who did play this and assumed that she was wearing a bikini or something. But, you know, I think you and I, we're, we're, we're like strapping young lads, right? We, we, we're not, you know, sexually weird in, in, in the ways that the kids these days are. And we were probably also like, what, 12, 11 when we were playing this? Mm-hmm. But no, I'm telling you, it's pubes. <laughs> listen, listen. All right. This is how you. This is how you. 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 You can tell it's pugs. Why did they have to censor it? Ah. Oh no 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 no. I I know the reason why. It's because it looks like pubes, whether or not they're actually pubes. I'm assuming they changed the model because e- even with the updated graphics, if you look at that model, that looks like pubes. There's no explaining it around, especially if they would increase the the resolution and whatnot. Yep. Because that texture would be crisper. And you can see clearly that that's not a seashell. <laughs> Whatever the hell that's supposed to be, in my head canon, and, it's pubes. And and to be honest, like that's not the seashell is not really covering everything. 
So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next very important news topic that I'd like to discuss now that Liam's not here yeah. is that on September 8th, the official PlayStation UK account has tweeted. This changes everything, guys. They have tweeted triangle, circle, cross, square. What? If cross is called X and it's not, then what are you calling circle? Man, who the hell cares about circle? It's not a cross. The fuck? What? Get out of here. Cross? Matt, when you close your eyes and think of cross, what does does your brain visualize? You, you know what it visualizes. Visualizes a cross, just like yeah, everyone else. The does. cross, yeah. Yeah, the, the cross, the, the 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 religious cross, yeah, the, the Christian cross, the, the yeah. torture device cross. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's a thing because uh, people people use cross for a lot of Japanese things, don't they? When they see yeah, an X. I, yeah, I think this is an American thing. I think it's just because we're, we're, we live in Trump land. <laughs> this could be a US, UK thing, you know, like how they say uh, Zed over there for what are yeah. clearly Zs. But in Japan, like Monster Hunter X is Monster Hunter Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so I could understand it being um uh across from from a japanese point of view maybe maybe not so much a british point of view but uh one one thing that people found out from this news story is that internally if you take apart the playstation controller those buttons are labeled triangle square circle and fork (laughs) thing is though i am more ready to accept fork because when i think of cross i do not think of a symmetrical shape the cross is like bottom heavy the the two arms on the cross are on the the upper half. Uh, an X is like symmetrical, and 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 a fork is uh, that just means intersection between two points. Right. So clearly, I'm right, and the official Sony UK Twitter account is wrong. And uh, unless you have any further thoughts, we can move on to the next question. I mean, topic. Yeah. Cross. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing them tweet it out. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. good. I'm good. Okay, let's talk about anime. You know, we we don't get to talk about um um Astral Chain or uh oh, nor do we talk about um Liam's uh, uh initiative to to push uh Apple Arcade. Instead, <laughs> we're talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken releasing an anime dating simulator called "I Love You, Colonel Sanders: A Finger Licking Good Dating Simulator." <sighs> so I need everyone to to go watch the trailer. Because you won't, you whatever you're visualizing right now, it's not what you think it is. It's an anime trailer for this. The production values are surprisingly okay. Like, like Colonel Sanders has frames of animation to him, and there's some diversity in there, which is never seen before in Kentucky Fried Chicken. Usually, you get that U.S. guy that looks like he owns slaves. Like that guy? Wait, uh, no, I actually did research on that last night. It turns out Colonel Sanders was a pretty cool dude. The The colonel title was just honorary. He had nothing to do with the military. And, uh, you know, if you are concerned, he, he donated a lot of money to black charities and, and went to black churches. <laughs> uh, and, and But then he died. And um, now, now the brand is just doing all sorts of weirdness. Did you know that last year there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken romance novel? This 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 seems like a follow up in in the vein, you know, and in that respect, it's very on brand. They're turning Colonel Sanders and his legacy into a 
a, a teen heartthrob. Wow. I... So I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator, scheduled for release on September twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, by developer Psyop, who have uh, got a weird, weird library behind them. They just made a two kind of novelty games on Steam. There's a VR fortune teller. And then and then they made a, a summer camp themed visual novel style game for kids. And, and I guess that more naturally folds into a, a Colonel Sanders dating simulator. But official features that are listed on the store page include cooking battles, battle battles, uh, kind of like Battle Chef, um, earn a degree from a fictional culinary school. Uh, and w- another bullet point on the list, it just straight up says, Officially created by KFC. No, really. That's that's the quote. Wow. So I have some family discussion questions for us. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Is this what they mean by late capitalism? <laughs> is this what happens when when companies grow too big and too old and and just sort of sustain themselves by by doing the same stuff they've always done to the point where the people behind the brands don't even know what to do with themselves anymore. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I was thinking about it last night. You know, yeah. I was thinking about hopping on the cynical millennial late capitalism train, but we also got Zaxby's and, and chicken filet competing within the same same space. Chick- now, Popeye's Chick-fil-A. has also recently Chicken entered the, the arena. <laughs> With 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 its um hot new contender chicken sandwich and and I don't know about you but hopefully I'm 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 rooting for them because uh, I don't I don't want to like hurt any gay people when when eating my chicken sandwiches which which Chick Fil A has uh, not, donated not, a lot of money though. to do you're you're not though I know I'm not but their bosses are how how are they because they said something am I no they I not they donate the money to anti LGBT political campaigns how that's not never gonna work what that's crazy yeah people aren't gonna continue to be what they are that's not nothing's gonna change that that's so weird to me i mean people live in in history and in some parts of the world this is straight up illegal but how, how do people live with so much hate i don't i don't understand that's too too much to too much to sleep with it's it's the religious justification. It's a good thing here that we have universally loved uh, uh, figures of unity like Colonel Sanders to bring us together in these trying times. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, family discussion question number two. Ironic fast food marketing stunts. Are we OK with this? Yes slash no. I mean, I don't I don't care. You can do the dating sim. He, he he can he can uh, I mean, why not? It's something stupid and fun. I mean, if you want to do something crazy with your brand, I mean, like there's a lot of br- like they don't have to do anything anymore, right? They're 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 KFC. You know, everyone's gonna go to KFC eventually and get food. Um, I I was thinking about that last night until I remembered that there there is still competition going on in this yeah. place. Oh yeah, I guess with the recent like like you got Zaxby's and Popeyes and and no no it was uh, it was Chick Fil A and and yeah and I, I didn't want to say Voldemort though. <laughs> it's okay so, to say Chick Fil A. Fast food brands are doing funny 
ironic, sarcastic marketing stunts these days, yeah, and Twitter I'm kind of sort of all for it. It's, it's not going to lie. It's fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. Listen I don't how much buy fun any of their stuff, having. but it's fun to look at. Right, right. Uh, this... This is the latest in the line of fast food brands getting weird to appeal to uh, weird nerds. Um, last year when Soul Calibur 6 came out, Arby's did did a promo where they did a photo shoot of a statue of Nightmare made out of sandwich boxes. Um, KFC did that romance novel last year. And did you know that in 2006, KFC made a giant Colonel Sanders logo outside of Area 51? big enough to be visible from space what the they said that if extraterrestrials really do exist they want kfc to be their restaurant of choice wow who is running marketing <laughs> in 2011 a colonel sanders dressed stuntman repelled between some skyscrapers uh saying that they wanted to bring lunch to new heights wow that that's uh I love how speechless you are at all of it. I didn't I'm know trying KFC to did get all you this. More... I, didn't, I didn't know KFC did all this. this is... You did your research, man. I, I didn't know KFC got down with some goofy stuff. Like <laughs> Colonel Sanders gets down, yo. Like when you when you sent me the anime trailer, I, w- I was confused. <laughs> I was like, what what is going on here? Because he's like an old guy. Why would you want to date some old like that's very weird? He's all gray haired. Like he has to be at least over fifty. But like, you want to date his anime this guy? version? Look at his physique. He's he's like got a yeah, slender he's, swimmer's he's body. Good looking fifty year olds, but he's he, still he's fifty like years a, old. Like a southern Sean Connery. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. <laughs> Uh, family discussion question number three. How explicit do we think the romance scenes are going to be? Oh, man, I hope it's so raunchy. I hope there's going to be like a, a 18 plus patch for it. <laughs> and and it has to have like one liners. It has to have like one liners. It's like, oh, so you have to go to the team forum yeah. to download the uncensored patch so that you can see Colonel Sanders' yeah. dick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh no no it's actually a c-string bikini bottom that just looks like a dick <laughs> oh yeah and and like the the, the pubes are are also white so let's, let's, yeah probably probably yeah yeah let's, 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 let's do all that i'm i'm in all honesty at least predicting them to draw a frame of of him making out with someone oh man because that would be such great social media bait, basically. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the Twitter drama? Well, actually, come to think of it, the Twitter drama and the social media bait might be better if they decide to have Colonel Sanders hang dong. But that seems a little unrealistic for my predictions. I, I think we're just going to going to going to have like like kissing and, and Colonel Sanders is going to stop there and save himself for marriage. No, 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 that's not a true dating. <laughs> <laughs> brings I, I, new meaning to finger licking good. I mean, he is old school, right? He's 50, 56 years old, so maybe it is going to be like that. Maybe it's just going to be like, like, like Christian dating, you know? <laughs> 
no no weirdness no whatever just blushing and and holding hands gross and... matt this is a family podcast <laughs> we just talked about pubes <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't see man i i really want it to be gross <laughs> i really want it to be gross because do you just like want full-on colonel sanders hentai yeah yeah i am sure it already exists oh no do you hear my keyboard <laughs> oh yeah yeah looks it up for yep, later sure it does can confirm all right i'm going back to to this old screenshot that opens up the 40th tab yeah yeah Oh. All right, let me close 39 tabs and get back to the podcast outline because yeah, we, we, we got to move nuts. on. Okay, you have a million tabs open. I don't understand how, you, how your computer runs, okay? You have like 64 gigs of RAM or something because ridiculous on, a, on, on Chrome. Runs on, on sweat and dreams. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> So if you'd like to try and help make us a little more sane, feel free to send an email to dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. We read them and we have fun with them. And sometimes they end up as questions. We, we, we read them. We actually do answer most of these. These, I believe, are from, from week one of August. So we got a, a one month of a backlog to go through. But first one this time is from Magnus B. What is your stance on podcast gaming, as in listening to podcasts while gaming? Does it remove from the game and or podcast experience? Are some games suited better to podcast gaming? Should some games have podcasts implemented upon themselves? Uh, well, does this remove from the game? There's been hmm. a few. Remember the MGS4 podcast? E MGS4 podcast? No. What yeah, is yeah they had an in-game podcast where uh, some, some of the developers like gave some fun behind the scenes fun facts while while you're sneaking past the guards yeah that's good for a second playthrough i feel yeah if yeah. you like the game like even through movies if you've watched a movie and you want uh, you know um commentary after it like i remember i remember uh Ooh, yeah use your podcast as a commentary track yeah yeah, yeah. those would be good yeah. like um podcast while gaming i'm pretty sure a lot of people do it but they do it for certain types of games they do it for like mmos yeah. and stuff you know games where you have to grind that's something that took me a while to figure out because uh i don't usually like games like that and i don't usually listen to podcasts like that but if i do play games like that to podcasts i'm fine yeah i um i i don't listen to anything if i'm playing like a regular story driven game that's just not gonna happen. Like I, I need to pay attention. I like to pay attention to what I'm I'm doing and what I'm listening to. Because especially when there's like jokes or something like that, or callbacks, and I miss it. I don't want to miss it. So yeah. One thing I want to actually legitimately suggest is audiobooks. Oh yes. Mm. To puzzle games or strategy games. Stuff yeah. that does not require you to read or listen to people, but still keep your brain occupied yeah i just did the iliad and um the odyssey while playing war groove and rome total war and it made those it made both the games and the, the audiobooks so much easier to go through yeah that'd be dope 
Next question is from Isaac D. How do content creators and video game developers stay sane in the face of online harassment? Do you think Oof. mental health institutions such as therapists and psychologists are equipped to help them work through online harassment? How did you work through it? Yes, you got to find a good therapist. <laughs> Along find a good therapist, find, find friends. Good. The, the, the piece of advice I have here is to talk about your problems, not on the internet. And that's such... I don't know how great of a piece of advice that is really, but the thing the, the way I think of it is that if you let the trolls know you're being trolled, you're kind of letting them know that they're like getting away with it. Mm. And that opens you up for more. They will call you a lol cow. That's when you might start finding entire threads on yourself based on your reactions is when you react to it. And mm. I fucking hate it, but I just, don't respond. I don't tweet about my real problems. I try yeah. to keep a lot of that off the internet. And I don't know, maybe it's driving me crazy anyway, which is why I don't know how good of a piece of advice it is. But man, when I first started the channel, like I would reach out to some like, like hater fans one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and like talk to them and with my mouth. And once they hear your mouth, like they they all of a sudden completely change their mind, you know, because you're a real person at that point. They're anonymous. They're just saying stuff. They, and, they can and get away when you make it. that connection with them, you're not anonymous anymore. Yeah. But that was like 2013, 2012. Mm -hmm. That was before Gamergate. That was before Trump. That was before Charlottesville. That was before the mass shootings. Yeah. And I don't know how much I actually want to go back to that method again of, yeah. of like actually reaching out for the one-on-one -on -one talk sometimes people are just bad you know and i would say if if you're having problems i i highly recommend i know this is not easy to find a circle of friends you know that actually care and that you can talk with and complain to and they won't judge yeah, you. It's so it, important. It just, it's so it just important. sucks that it's not easier. It's you not, know? Yeah, it's not easy. It's that definitely it's so not difficult to, to. A lot of people are selfish, it. and they don't want to hear about your shit. You know. And you know the bigger the the other problem is that the bigger and more popular your product is, the worse this problem gets because that increases the amount of trolls in your audience. Mm -hmm. Like uh, when when you have. Um, 10,000 subscribers on YouTube and 1% and of them are trolls. That's, that's what, 10 people. Yeah. And then when you have a hundred thousand subscribers and it's still 1%, that's a hundred trolls that are after you at that point. And a hundred people, that's a lot of people to be trolling in the comment section yeah. because most yeah. people just watch like normal, like normal and move on with their day. They don't, they don't spend their time commenting if, you know, they don't need to. It just sucks. It sucks that there's not, I, that I don't even feel confident in the advice I'm giving, which is just to not even talk about it. That's not, yeah. I don't know the, if that's a great way of dealing with it either, to be honest. Yeah, you, you definitely have to talk about it. Well, I, I don't want to be the therapist. Well, I'm not, I'm not. My, I don't my advice to say is don't talk about out. it on the internet. Do not listen to me at all i've met a couple therapists that's it i have no authority on any of this but i would feel the talk about it letting it out and talking through it it's helped me through stuff yeah. not necessarily online harassment because yeah i don't know i, I 
I, I, I guess I'm not that big or like not a lot of people harass me. And if they do, I just say eh, whatever. There is so much that I hold back from Twitter because <laughs> yeah. I know it would not be good for me if I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, last question from David D. He has he has two questions for us, actually. First question is more targeted towards towards Matt. Whoa. What does the VR landscape look like right now? No frills. What headset would you recommend right now? I'm not above buying things used. Oh, and I also have a gaming desktop with a GTX 1070, no PS4. 1070 is good. All right. So I would recommend, um, if you were to buy one, an Oculus Rift, the new one, the S. Uh, you don't have to set up sensors. You literally just plug it in and you're good to go. You don't have to do the whole setup or anything like that. Well, you have to do a setup, but you don't have to like worry about like sensors everywhere for like room scaled. It's it's perfect. You're um, not going for the quest? Uh, no, no. He has he wants hmm. he wants real VR. Hmm. So he has the 1070. He has a 1070. And, and That's not going to lie, the porn is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I, don't, I don't know if you get that on the quest yeah no uh so pc you'll be able to play whatever you want and uh you have the oculus you'll be able to access the oculus store and the steam store so you get both sides of the games you're good to go yeah it sucks i don't know if you want to spend a bunch of money to get like the highest grade vibe like you don't need to spend that much money for like wait till the next one like spend like what was it four hundred dollars or get a used one, like you said, uh, of the S, and you're good to go, I would say. Um, you don't have to worry about buying sensors or anything. And you get a higher resolution than what, what I have. I have, like, the first gen. And I'm fine with it until, like, they make a huge jump. But, yeah, uh, as far as, like, games, um, you know, there hasn't been, like, a huge jump. There's a lot of good PSVR stuff happening. But um, some of them are being ported. You know, they're exclusive. Give, uh, blood and truth twirl eventually. Yeah, it, there's a lot of if you haven't played any of the games, there's a lot to go through. If you like shooters, oh, you're going to find some good stuff. <laughs> you're going to find some good stuff. There's a there's a few things that I've played um, onward has like a, a terrorist hunt, which is so good. Um, Aspire VR operative is an upcoming game I'm looking forward to. It's coming out on PSVR and the PC platforms, like a stealth game where, where you have robot powers. There's a lot of social stuff, like I've talked about on the podcast, that you can play. It depends on what you like. Oh, yeah, and you don't get that with, with PSVR. There's a lot of cool stuff to go through. I would say I'm biased because I like VR and I've always liked VR since it first came out. I like I bought it as soon as it went online. I think you'll get your $400 worth. I, I think that's what the S is, right? I don't think it's 500. 500 is just too much money. Um, but you know, that Facebook money, keeping that cost as low as possible. Yeah, it's 400. 400. Yeah, 400 for sure. That's like a console, right? Um, right. Right. So I think, in my opinion, that's the best one to go for. And you have a ton of games to go through, um, which we've, we've mentioned a ton of games on this podcast. But there's like a, a list that you can go through that's like whatever you find interesting. Super Hot would definitely be the first one because we talk about it constantly. And you'll have a blast with that. There's no way you won't have a blast with that, even if you don't like shooters. Yeah. Second question, George. Oh, oh, this is how you know they want PC VR. 
George, I know you've experimented with playing games which are not natively VR. Between emulated Nintendo classics using Vorpix or other VR wrappers, what are some of the must-try games like this? F Zero. <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 uh, the emulated Nintendo classics. Oh, a lot of first-person shooters that don't require fancy heads-up display mechanics work very very well with it with face aiming. I don't I don't want to say built in because you have to use some command line hacks to get it going. But Half-Life one and two both translate really well to a VR experience that Valve kind of mostly developed, but then didn't ultimately want to ship at the last minute. Um, you use face aiming. There's a custom menu that they have built in the game that's more VR friendly. But uh, also first person horror games that don't have a lot of heads up display stuff going on like uh, the Outlast or, or Condemned games are, are pretty good too. But you also don't want to discount third-person games as well where you can get a toyetic effect. If there's a well-animated character that you're piloting around with a fairly controllable camera that's not as big a part of the experience, then you might want to give that a go. Example in this case was uh, the Tomb Raider games and Hellblade, Sinwa's Sacrifice. You're probably not going to want to try it with Gears of War because so much of, of Gears of War stuff is like having those cool camera angles on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, VR, that that gets all sort of wacky when you when you try to Vorpex it. The game's got to have a, a fairly non-intrusive camera or a first-person perspective, and you'd be surprised at what you could get done. So yeah, if, if you're into the Tomb Raider reboots, I'm, I'm not necessarily, but it was a cool day of playing around. That's great, good fun. Oh, Mirror's Edge was great. Mirror's Edge was a Whoa. blast. Alien Isolation was also a blast. Oh, that's another case where the developer, like, <laughs> halfway went through starting at a VR mode, but then didn't want to finish it off. So yeah. modders picked up the slack on that one. Alien Isolation is a fantastic playthrough of VR. If you have not played that game the first time, you might as well play it in VR the first time. Uh, Subnautica is actually at the top of my list. Like in terms of all the VR experiences I've had over the past year, that is at the top. The game's not made for VR, but it has a pretty darn good VR mode natively supported in it. But the whole premise of the game works beautifully in it. It's, is, it's an underwater survival horror crafting sandbox with cool vehicles that have cool cockpits. Oh, Matt, you probably know what I'm talking about. When I remember what it was like playing Subnautica, I remember being in a 3D space. I don't remember it as an image on a screen. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I remember glancing around with my neck. I I can't think of Subnautica without having memories of moving my neck and body around. Like like it was it was very much a a time and a place and an activity instead of an image on a screen. Yeah, it's 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 dope. So oh oh and and uh I would recommend you trying a couple VR sessions. Um make sure you're not one of those people like it's a small percentage that just can't do it this can't use vr or they don't see it that's weird the the motion sickness barrier i think is higher with these games that aren't explicitly meant for it either so you're gonna want to get your feet wet and get used to the motion sickness you do get used to it though you do get used to it well most people (laughs) yeah most people do that's what i'm saying don't want to give them a guarantee yeah it's it's not yeah i would say most people but yeah, some people get really sick. So I, I would definitely like get your feet wet with it. I would hate for you to be like <laughs> $400 and then you can't play 
or whatever. But yeah, just to slowly work it in every day, just do like a couple hours and then you'll probably get used to it after that. Um, and start either with cockpit games or games that have your hands moving around with VR controllers. Yeah. For for some reason, that, that always clicked with my brain. If I can look down and see my hands moving around, my brain is not going to a motion sickness place that sometimes it, it might do if I'm using a controller, a traditional controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, um, I, I would take off the headset. You may not feel it after a couple hours. So take off the headset and get into the real world to make sure that you're not like woozy. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through the, the Vorpix forum. Someone recommended Dark Souls and I have tried that out. Oh. And camera control was really, really tricky to get set up right. But once I did, I and the health bars and heads up display never really translated well. But it is so damn cool seeing video game characters become little action figures mm-hmm. like walking around on a table in front of you. That's what Dark Souls looks like in VR. I, I, I again, don't know how playable it is, but it's a, just a cool sensation of seeing games come to life in this new way. Oh, man. Can't wait for for some cool games to come out. And with that, we just hit two hours. Wow. Look at us. Time time flew by. Yeah, sure did. When you're having... And and we only had one potentially (laughs) getting edited out race... I don't want to say racist joke. I don't... ah! It wasn't a a joke. It was a very serious racial, you know, thing that you said. And now we had (laughs) that... No, no, no. It wasn't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm trying not to be too nervous right now <laughs> oh 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 um um that reminds me of the ha 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 laugh um what is that oh, anime go yeah we gotta watch season two right we do we've been we asking do. that in the comments aha Lay i down. read the comments ha huh, liam <laughs> i can say this now when he's not here talk trash liam more like stinkum Seenin. oh okay <laughs> 